Welcome to News Animals, great stories about animals in the news. I'm Todd Holster, host, also in the studio with me, as she is every week, my multi-poo Luna, Luna, short for lunatic. Say hello, Luna. Uh, Luna's mom was on vacation this week, so it was just me and Luna hanging out at the house, uh, barking at dogs that walked by on the sidewalk. We were actually both barking. You should have seen it. But it would, uh, anyway, uh, News Animals is brought to you by the Sunday Edge on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. You can hear the Sunday Edge with me, Todd, live from 6 to 8 nearly almost every Sunday. It's live local talk about fun and interesting topics and stories. Agenda-free radio for your Sunday evening, 6 to 8 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Now on to our story. Well, as you know, or at least you should know, February 2nd is indeed Groundhog Day in America and Canada and local natural history museums throughout the country with groundhogs and even some communities, most notably Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, make a big to do about whether their local furry woodchuck will see its shadow or not and thus predicting six more weeks of winter. Now, to be clear, and you'd think most people understood the process, but many do not. Here it is. If the groundhog comes out of its burrow and it's a sunny day, it will likely see its shadow get scared and scurry back into its hole. That means that there's six more weeks of winter. If, conversely, it's cloudy out and it doesn't see its shadow and run and hide, it means spring will arrive early. I know it sounds like it should be the opposite. If it's a sunny day, you'd think it would be more spring-like. If it was a cloudy day, you'd think it'd be less spring-like. I don't know. Only the groundhog knows, I guess. Uh, Now, locally here in Dayton, our local groundhog is actually an African pygmy hedgehog named Quilliam at the Boonshoff Museum of Discovery. Now, this is Quilliam's first year, so I don't know if he or she, I'm not sure what uh, Quilliam's sex is, uh, or gender, I guess, doesn't have a track record yet on accuracy. Though Pexitani Phil has an accuracy rate of 39%, which is not overly impressive, I'll admit, but after all... It's a groundhog. Uh, But woodchucks aren't the only animals who are known for predicting weather. According to the National Science Teaching Association, sharks have been observed many times diving deeper into the ocean before hurricanes move in. Now, no one knows why they do this for sure, but some speculate it could be a change in the air pressure lowering. Uh, Scientists also found a strange phenomenon in regards to the migration patterns of golden-winged warblers. Can we hear a warbler, please? I'd like to know what a warbler sounds like. Excellent. Thank you. Shortly before a devastating tornado outbreak a few years ago that traveled through the state of Tennessee, a huge flock of warblers were tracked flying south from Tennessee all the way down to Florida shortly before the storm and then returned afterwards. The whole discovery was accidental, but scientists think maybe the birds navigate by using low frequency sound and perhaps they detected the storms in advance. And probably the most unusual, and it has to do with crickets being able to accurately give the temperature. It's called Dole Bear's Law. And according to the Library of Congress, I didn't know that you could find something like this at the Library of Congress, but apparently you can. If you count the number of cricket chirps in 15 seconds and add 37, it'll give you the temperature. 
So we're going to try that right now. Here are some cricket chirps. And then you're going to have to add 37, and that will tell you what the temperature is right now as I record this podcast. Do the math. Now, all of that's very interesting, but I think I'm going to stick with our tried and true weather professionals here at WHIO Radio. But I'll tell you, if I go out to my car one night after dark and I see one of our meteorologists counting cricket chirps, I will come back and revise this podcast. At the end of each episode, I ask Luna how she rates our news animal story. So, Luna, on a scale of one to five, how many doggy treats do you give this story? All right. Luna has spoken. This has been, or barked, I guess. This has been News Animals. Great stories about animals in the news. Thanks for listening. I'm Todd Holst. And don't forget, you can hear my show, The Sunday Edge, from 6 to 8 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Say goodbye, Luna. (laughs) Woo!